When it's all said and done. When the pads are all packed up. The refs have packed away the whistles. And the parking lots are empty. One show with three obsessive fans still want to have their say. And because this is Triple M, and because we really don't give a rat, we say, why the hell not? Rugby League. Please welcome A.H., Chris and Rose. We are in for something special tonight. This is the back row. Footy from the cheap seats on Triple M. Hello. G'day. What a game that was. Manly absolutely burying the Sharky boys <laughs> at SCG Stadium in Cronulla. Big thanks to the Triple M call team. Dan Ganane, Gordon Tallis, Ryan Girdler and Brent Reid on the sideline. Good stuff, boys. This is the back row with AH, Chris and Rose. And we're just three footy fans looking forward to Origin Game 3. Oh. I'm AH Kaylee, Chris Gale. Good things come in threes and you're no exception. How are you going? Thank you so much, AH. I'm doing extremely well. I'm expecting we'll get a lot of love from Manly fans this evening because mm. our Bring Back the Manly Hate campaign has been clearly successful. Yes. Mm. Because they're playing a fantastic brand of football <laughs> and it's a brand of football that I absolutely loathe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also luxuriating in a fantastic West Tigers win this weekend. Yes. Admittedly against the Newtown Jets in the Intrust Super Premiership, but a win's <laughs> a win. <laughs> see, I, I was like, yes, and then my head went, wait. Wait, what? Wait. <laughs> Andrew Rose, please stay a minimum of three metres away from me at all times. How are you going? <laughs> I'm good, thank you, AH. I'm going to try and say this correctly, but I'd like to wish an Eid Mubarak to all my Muslim friends who finished their Ramadan yesterday. Have a great celebration tonight and eat Fantastic. all the food. Eat all the food, yep. I would. In this you hour, have eaten all the food. I have. <laughs> I can see. In this hour, we're going to be chatting Origin Aftermath. We'll be looking after, uh, over the round that was. And look. If you're a Dragons fan, that game today, oh. how are you how are you feeling right now? We mm. got we got up in the end over the Knights, but overall that was a close terrible, one. Terrible, terrible performance. And mm. we've been really slipping over the last few games. So were you at the game? Did you watch it at home? Are you as upset about the Dragons' current performance as I am? One triple three five three, let us know. Stick around. The back row, Sydney's Triple M, AH Chris and Rose. Ha <laughs> ha. Bit of a tough day today for Dragons fans. Um, let's talk about the Dragons v Knights game, shall we? You did win, correct? Yeah, oh, it's more tougher than Knights yeah, fans, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it's... it's <laughs> do you know what? Actually, yeah, I just forgot that we won. That's yeah. how terrible right. it was. <laughs> yeah, well, it was we a, it was a rough just, one. Let, let, I mean, and if you're a Dragons fan, let me know how you're feeling, One triple three five three, because it represents the, the decline of our... The decline, I just said, of our, like of our team at the moment. I know, right? <laughs> um, I mean, but also I'm super disappointed for the Knights because... Um, uh, every game, it's like, yes, they're going well. I mean, not not in this game, but every stop looking at me like that. <laughs> in every game, you know, th- they've got it up and then just a couple of mi- minutes before, like, they'll end up losing it in the end. Particularly a manly one with the Uwada no try. Mm. Well, look, I... Uh, I don't pick the Knights regularly when we do the tips, mm. but I did pick the Knights win earlier in the season and I picked the Knights to win this game against the Dragons. So I was walking in the yeah. second half thinking, I'm the Knights Oracle. I can pick the only <laughs> time the Knights ever win. And it felt weird because they, they were down like 10 nil or something like that, Chris. It was 10 No, let, so let's look. Half time, it was 28 to 10. Yeah, yep. but they led, right? The Dragons oh, led 10 nil. Oh, and, yeah. and then the Knights came back and they scored Five tries in... 17 minutes. Unbelievable. Yeah. And then yeah. I think the, the real turning point of that game is when they decided to take the two, right? To go three three converted tries ahead. Mm. Which when, they kicked it. Yeah, sure. But they, they, they had the momentum there. They could have pushed for more points and won that game there. It's a classic Wayne Bennett-ism. Always it, go the two. Always yeah. go the two when you can because it's, it's guaranteed. Um, yeah, so look, halftime, it was 28 to 10. The Knights had double the runs meters than we did at halftime. Yes, we picked it up at the end. But to be honest, as I say this as a Dragons fan, um, I don't think we deserve that win. I don't think we were the best team on the field today. If there's one thing that you hate, more than your team losing, it's pity from the fans of the oh. victorious team. This is why we're looking at you, AH. It's not pity. It's... But we've already. Do you know what? I'm sick of this. But I've never seen. I love it... something higher than my own team, and that's the game. That's fairness. That's justice. And I don't think this. It's pity for me to be saying they were the better team on there. I think it's disappointment in my own club, and it's realism. This is the back row on Sydney's oh. Triple M. <laughs> Unbelievable. Who are you, Wonder Woman? Shut up. The footy finishes here. The back row. 
Triple M. With AH Chris and Rose. Uh, look, we're talking about the Dragons' performance in that game today against the Knights. Yes, they won in the end, but they weren't the best uh, team on the field today. Uh, and, and talking about how Dragons fans like me might be might be feeling about um, their their form over the last few weeks on one triple three five three. Friend of the show, Dennis Carnahan of, of Rugby League, the musical, has called in. Dennis, you were at the game. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are you need to pull your head in. <laughs> you and H. Paley sitting there going off, oh, how sad it is that we won because they can't. Like, look, to start with, it was a game of three halves, and that's a rare thing. It was a half of the first half. It was. It was, it was a game of three nil. halves. Then the second half of the first half was 28-0. And then the third half, which was the whole of the second half, it was 22-0. Three different halves. How's the accounting and, degree going, Dennis? It was kind of like a game of three surges, wasn't it? Three. Well, there was, there was two separate quarters and a half. A game of two <laughs> quarters and a half, maybe. Look, I'm but, confused. But Dennis... Having a fan sitting there and saying, oh, woe is us, you know, the way the club's going. You've got to win. You've got two points. Mm. I know a club in Canberra who would be so happy just to, we don't care how we get the points just to get some points from a game well look Dennis I have never hated more someone I've had a crush on never call into our show again I've love never you loved dearly. Dennis more this is great bye Dennis good to hear from you Dennis <laughs> bloody Dennis <laughs> how angry was he it's so angry so angry he was it's talking, okay he was talking about the Queen Bien Blaze I think yes I think that's who he was talking about this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. look any any attention I can get from Dennis Carnahan's good attention same uh, Dragons fans let us know one triple three five three. do you feel the same as I do I, like I'm I'm not super down on them for, for just that performance it's what it represents a sort of rapid decline recently their current form over the last few weeks is really disappointing the turning point to me is really clear Mary signs his contract extension South go the dragon. No, the turning point was when Widdop got injured, and we're like, "Oh no!" And then, uh, and then we started sucking after that when he got injured in uh, the Anzac round against the Roosters, and then, but he and then Dukes as well. He came back. Dukes came back. It hasn't come back. And here, here's the thing with the Dragons. What I find is that they get in their own heads. It's been happening over a few seasons. Even if, just in a game, if things start to go wrong, they don't recover. They like get their own hoodoo in their heads. Mm, well, from, from a, uh, a fan of a team that just lost to the Warriors, I'd like to congratulate you on the two points. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Dukes, Dukes is always injured. I mean, yeah, come he was, on now. Oh, he's, injured. he's more strapping tape than man. Absolutely. 100%. Tats than anything. Held together by ink and band-aids. <laughs> All right. Well, look, if you have any thoughts, one triple three five three. this is the back rope. We'll be talking about origin um, a little bit after this, but firstly, there's there's something that I need to say, and it's not related to um, to the Dragons' performance. Um, being on radio is a privilege, and with that privilege comes responsibilities. On on last week's show, I made a comment that has caused some controversy uh, and was uh, offensive to many of our listeners, and also to everyone here at Triple M, um, <clears throat> who who by no means uh, support such offensive comments. I should never have said during our serious and not at all based on a butt stuff sex joke segment, just the tip, that a small part of me hoped the Blues would lose game two to Queensland, but only just in order to ensure the game three decider was uh, as exciting as a decider could possibly be. It was something I said in the not heat of the moment, the coolth of the moment, um, without really thinking about what I was uh, actually saying, but that doesn't make it okay and there's absolutely no defending it. With the distance of time and the circumstances that took place between then and the game's full-time siren, I now fully understand the true impact of my words, the high probability that I single-handedly jinxed New South Wales in that game, and I'm disappointed in myself as well. I take full responsibility for what I said, and I apologise unreservedly to anyone who was offended by those comments. I've let myself down, I've let this station down, I've let my club down and more than anything, I've let my family down as well. I will be entering a rehabilitation facility to work on moving past this and on making sure something of this nature never happens again. I hope that the media and everyone will respect my family's privacy as we work through this. Thank you. Look, AH, thanks so much for saying that. Thank it you. took a lot of courage. Thank you. A lot of self-awareness mm. and it's the first step on the road to recovery. But I think on behalf of everybody... I just can simply say in response to your well-thought-out, measured words, what the f*** do you think you're doing? You cost us the f- game. You absolute f- Why did you do that? I can't f- believe it. Go away. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs>
ba ba boo boo. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of Aerosmith. My hero Aerosmith. I want to talk rugby league. Yeah, me too. Beautiful. Well, and that works out perfectly then, doesn't it, Chris? Because uh, we want you to, to go over the round for us on this rugby league show. Thanks very much, AH. It's still unimaginatively titled the Back Row Round Wrap-Up. Uh, first, I yeah. thought it was Round Recap. Oh, it is. We, have, we have factions forming for our the boring back games. It, it the back-wrap. Need... Can, can, can we, very quickly, can we tell the back-wrap story? Go ahead, if we must. So when Triple M were like, hey, we think, we think you kids have got something. Do you want to pitch a show to us? And we came up with, you know, the name The Back Row. So we went into our meeting with Jamie Angel, the content director here. And he said, so, so what's the name you've come up with? And I said, the back row. He was a bit distracted. He was going to shut the door. He turned around and he looked at us with a look of such disdain yeah. and went, the back rap. <laughs> <laughs> and we went, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's call your segment that, the back rap. Oh, why not? Give us the back rap. And, and for you at home, you need to imagine Chris like spinning a chair around, sitting it on it the wrong way and saying, Let's back rap. Take it away, Chris. <laughs> with my baseball cap on, not backwards, but sideways. Nice. Hell yeah. Edgy. And, you know, we said it was actually called the back row and we got on air, but he still looks as with that similar disdain. Such disdain. <laughs> First of all, public service announcement. The balance of the NRL draw has been published. You can see where your team is playing for the last six games Exciting. of the regular season. That's good. And for perhaps all of us, the regular season is all we've got to look forward to. Yes. That. Round 16 was uh, notable for two things. Origin decimates the round before the Origin game, but it still has a major effect afterwards. At least 10 players missing wow. due to the Origin aftermath. Mm. And no South and Parramatta this week. And did anyone miss them at all? Nope. Didn't think so. <laughs> the week began with the Warriors defeating the Bulldogs, uh, courtesy of a Ken Mamolo 70-metre solo try, <sighs> where he sliced through the Berries' defence like Luke Skywalker through a fleet of TIE fighters. <laughs> The evil empire was in retreat. There were five missed tackles in that movement, including three by Josh Reynolds on his own. I mean, how do you manage to do that? Unfortunately, despite the Herculean efforts of my Aaron Woods, the West Tigers went down in a heap to the Gold Coast out at Campbelltown. It was a tale of two H's, A-H. Jared Hayne and Connie Hurrell. And Jared with his two try performance. Check a third H in there. I don't know. That's a terrible joke. That's right. Sending out a message to the uh, blue selectors. Please keep me. Uh, Meanwhile, Tui Lollahila thought he was playing for the Cincinnati Bengals (laughs) rather than the West Tigers (laughs) with a forward pass that went into the next postcode. Oh, man. He was passing it to the linesman. Very, very sadly, no Jonathan Thurston's 300th game up at 1-300 Smiles Stadium. That that is a shame. That was a shame. But it was 250 for Gavin Cooper. Michael Morgan certainly put his origin credentials on the line with an outstanding performance. And the Cowboys had a last-minute gas victory on the Kyle Felt into Ethan Lowe, of all people, kicking the winning conversion oh, from the sideline. Amazing. And you've described it as a pretty ground rose, haven't you? Well, you know, for an afternoon game with the sun shining down like that, that diving catch by Felt to score the try, and then the, the conversion into the sun, it was gorgeous. It was rugby league at its finest. It's such a pretty ground that JT ple- begged the Prime Minister to fund it after the 2015 Grand Final. Wow. If only we could remember who that Prime Minister is. <laughs> uh, can I say that, I'm sorry about this, Dennis, uh, who called in earlier, that the Canberra um, Raiders were Viking clapped out Oof. against Brisbane. <laughs> And it was really a matter of the ghost of Dragon's past. Magnificent performances from Benji Marshall. Yeah. And Ben Hunt offering something for the first time in some weeks. Maybe that stint in the Ipswich Jets helped him. Yeah. Now, the Roosters took their game to the city of churches. Yes. Do you know what that is? Adelaide. Radelaide, as I like to call it. And it one may- of my ex-boyfriends, he believes that he was the one who invented Radelaide. Did he? Well, he, uh, I wonder he, why you dumped him. He was, <laughs> he was, he he was working on a, he's from there, he's working on a tourism campaign for them and he like titled it that. And so all this um, uh, like content flooded out into the city with Radelaide. And so he was like, you know, I might not have been the first to use it, but I proliferated. It's like, yes, honey, of Good course for him. you were. Good for him. I can imagine there was a poochie from the Simpsons like <laughs> mascot attached to that campaign. I must leave now. My people need me. And it really was appropriate being played in the city of churches because it was a festival of the angel wingers. Five tries by wingers in that game. Five tries. Count them. C- can I point out as well, Chris, how amazing that uh, conversion by Mitchell Pierce was to win it in a golden Oh, time? the 35-meter field goal? Oh, isn't Mitchell Pierce, just an amazing player, AH. Mm-hmm. He's on Redemption mm-hmm. Road. Bullet pass to Tupu. <laughs> sure. Of course, it was done in the absence of four Storms players and one Boyd Cordner. I hope that calf gets well soon, Boyd. 
We've talked at some length about the St George victory over Newcastle. Though we have been debating, shouldn't they be the St George Georges because they killed the Well, not the anymore. Dragons? Perhaps pre-merger, but yeah. yeah. Well, maybe they should be the St. They had. They should be the you St George what? Knights, it's right? It's the St George Illawarra Dragons because the dragons are going to be the St George kind who kill the dragons when we finally take over the board and we come back. I think I said that really well. Yeah, you did. I'm still kind of fuming Succinct. about the, the comment you directed at me about Mitchell Pierce. You <laughs> He's know. just such a great player, eh? Too little, too late. Anyway, so we won't get into this on air because God knows it takes up enough time off air. Uh, your candidacy for the Illawarra board possibly just slumped there, I think. But uh, in a losing... Dude, that made me rise up in the it, possibility. In, in a losing effort, I think we do have to give a shout-out to Nathan Rostog, yep. Ross, yep. who scored a hat-trick and has been on Twitter and described himself as an untalented Clint Gutherson. <laughs> <laughs> and then, is there anyone who dislikes Rostog? <laughs> no one. Yeah. Not yet. No one. If there is, capital punishment for them. And then finally, in the game covered so expertly by the Triple M commentators... A magnificent win lead to the, the hated Manly Warringah Seagulls. Sorry, Seagulls. John Seagulls. Grant. <laughs> who's going to forget that? Uh, look, Natalie from here at Triple M has pointed out that there was a proposal at half ta- time. I'm assuming from one Sharks fan to another. Yeah. She said yes. And based on the defeat at full time, she said no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but full credit to Luke Lewis, who also had a 70-metre solo try. And unlike looking like Luke Skywalker as Skywalker. 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 That's very illegal. In the Ken Mamalo situation, he laid flat out on the ground. He looked like Frankenstein's monster on the slab. Dead. But it is one of the great rugby league moments of 2017. Congratulations, Luke. Bad luck, Cronulla. And that was the back row something or other. When it's all said and done. When the pads are all packed up. The refs have packed away the whistles. And the parking lots are empty. One show with three obsessive fans still want to have their say. And because this is Triple M, and because we really don't give a rat, we say, why the hell not? Rugby lose. Please welcome AH, Chris and Rose. We are in for something special tonight. This is the back row. Footy from the cheap seats on Triple M. Yes, that's right. This is the back row, the best row. I'm A.H. Kaylee, Chris Gale. How are you going? A.H., my super spinatus is better than JT's super spinatus. That's how I'm going. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please welcome to the stage, super spinatus. What is that? That is part of the muscle in the rotator cuff. Right. And JT's is officially cooked. It sounds like a greengrocer in Marrickville. <laughs> like, <laughs> everything would be organic, right? <laughs> Everything would be organic and yeah, super yeah. spinatus. No, no, it's, like an, it's an old school Greek... Um, yeah, you can get a whole grocer. chicken there as well. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Rose, how are you going? I'm good, thank you, AH. I've drowned my sorrows this weekend from the dogs losing to the Warriors by watching Glastonbury Festival over in England. It's been quite enjoyable. Oh, Jeremy Corbyn. That's one thing, yes. I enjoyed Sets radio. my soul head. on fire. And, and what I'd be right in saying, Rose, that your favourite part of Glastonbury was the status quo acoustic set. Yes, I really like how they brought it down for that large crowd. <laughs> There's nothing like rock, rocking all over the world yeah. done acoustic style. <laughs> and it's, it's not just acoustic guitars, it's mandolins and vocalias oh. as well. It's awesome. Jeez. Oh, wow. I should have left my mandolin at home. This is the back row on Sydney's Triple M. More like, let's make this show last forever. Oh, sweet. How good would that be? Yeah. <laughs> Blink, Not that good. Blink Never ending too. footy season. That'd be interesting. Oh, kind of like the NBA. They yeah, just play forever and ever and yeah, ever. They don't play never handle it. Day. Like baseball. Yeah. 162 games in the regular season. Imagine that. 162 games of NRL mm. before we got to the playoffs. But play. there's one particular game that we want to talk about, and that's Origin 2. Boys, how were your nights watching Origin 2? Well, I was out there, AH. I was. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yes, I was level with the dead ball line in the corner where Hayne and Morris scored in the first half. Wow. Spirits were high. Beautiful. I had a... Perfect beeline to the fact that New South Wales continue to run to the Queensland right edge all second half. Yeah. And it's an absolute shock to me that the super spinatus of JT has been injured because he certainly wasn't put under pressure, a la Joey John's blowing up. Do you know what else super spinatus sounds like? Instead of just like a, a Greek greengrocer in Marrickville, it also sounds like like a disgraced 
Labour MP, <laughs> like the 90s. Yeah. Super Sonatus, you know, was caught out by ICAC. <laughs> yeah, he, he shut down a whole major street to throw his wedding or something, and now he's in trouble. Oh, that <laughs> woman, dude, yeah. No, I see this as more like, like an ICAC situation, like he was wrapped up with Eddie O.B. Anyway, back to the How'd game. the food go, Chris? I know last week you talked about the amount of food and that they'd underprepared for Origin. So we did the numbers, and there were 55,000 items for a crowd that uh, breached 82,000. So there were a lot of hungry mouths there, and I unfortunately can contributed to that why because i had hot chips and a meat pie oh yeah good. i always i have two hot dogs when i go there and then sometimes some chippies as well you guys oh and you got to take out like a, a handful of the sauce packets so let me tell you this right so you know i like to watch my footy on the couch mm-hmm. with my uh, significant other the better person in my life zoe and uh, we like to yell at the tv together. we're, we're standing me. right here right <laughs> come on now man <laughs> we never watch footy together in my house but we i like to be alone to yell at the television as much as i obnoxiously want without ruining everyone else as nights. Now, here's the thing. Oh, that really... see, I do that at the pub. And yeah, it doesn't well, ruin anyone else's no. night. We're all doing it. Here's the thing. This year, I had to watch the beginning of State of Origin on my own because my genius girlfriend, who is uh, who's studying biomedical engineering at the moment, had her exams. As we all know, it's exam week for a lot of uni people. Hang in there, guys. Yes, we all knew that. And her first exam started and ended while Origin started. So what? she was she had to do an exam during the beginning of State of Origin. What university is this? Sydney University are un-Australian, apparently. Shame on you, <laughs> Sydney. First of all, I'm glad you... You know, clarif- I dropped out of Sydney University out of my reason. Bachelor of Arts degree. I dropped out because it was not for me. We had to read Ulysses and I was like, that's a final straw. And I'm now extra glad I did. It was the best decision I ever made because uni was not for me and I didn't need it, but... Stuff you, Sydney Uni. That's horrible. First of all, I'm glad you clarified when you used the expression genius girlfriend that she's studying biomedical engineering. Yes. Because that's obviously the genius bit of it, not the fact that she's your girlfriend. <laughs> well, no one's perfect, right? Yeah. And in a similar she's vein. She's only I... smart to a point. Yeah. She's like book smart, not life smart. <laughs> no, a, I love you, Zoe. In a similar vein, and I know the New South Wales politicians have had a bit of a uh, rubbery relationship with Origin this week. Poor old Gladys Berejiklian didn't really know who Boyd Cordner was. <laughs> mm. Or Boy, uh, Boyd Coroner, as yeah. I said on the back of his jersey. They were weird fonts. <laughs> My understanding was that at New South Wales Parliament, they had a dinner for high achievers in New South Wales high schools. If those kids haven't <laughs> suffered enough being be made geeks, how are they not going to become ungeeks if they're not allowed to watch State of Origin? I mean, what is this government doing to us? I just don't understand how a guy can hold a, a, a lecturer or whatever it is. I, you can tell I never went to university. He can never hold a, an exam. Uh, he holds an exam during an origin. Does he not know that it's like one of the biggest sporting events of the year? Mm. I don't no. understand. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's a conspiracy to make um, more player more 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 f- um, people study it, like to make them do really poorly or something to average out grades. I don't know. I'm glad you brought up the word conspiracy. Ah, oh, really? Really? Yes. Oh my oh. god! Every week. Here we go. The loonies and the loonies back now. Oh. Listen up, okay. Game two, can we talk about the ref calls? Okay. Yes. Okay, there was a lot of... I'm back on board. ...very <laughs> questionable <laughs> ref calls in that second game. You know, we, we can go over the try in the first half where his foot was clearly on the line or the taken out of the play twice in the second half. Can I put it to you, friends, that possibly the game was... game was... Uh, is, uh, um, um, massaged into giving us a game three that matters? Conspiracy. And and let me guess. Channel 9's in on it, right? Because if I I was... I had nothing to do with it. Because if I was trying to orchestrate ratings, I'd have one team beat the other 10 times out of 11 because that (laughs) would really maintain (laughs) interest. Come on, it's JT's last origin. They saw a game three with JT. Uh, Do you reckon they saw that that one was going to be his last origin as well? (laughs) They have real oracle. Let me tell you, when they hear the word super spinatus in the Channel 9 boardroom, they're furious (laughs) right now. I mean, we'd be keen to hear what the listeners think, whether it was in fact whether, as Joey John suggested, the Blues played dumb football or whether Rose's fringe suggestions of conspiracy is correct. <laughs> but as far as I was concerned, in terms of your conspiracy theory, there's insufficient evidence. Insufficient oh, I have my decision. Let's go to the board. Oh, insufficient evidence. I hate those words. I had the, the worst two words in my life right mm, now. Insufficient. Yeah. How do you have a stadium of that many cameras and not have more than one angle? We'll never know. <laughs> Unexpected finish, wasn't it? He just yeah. sort of dropped out there, Mark yeah. Knopfler. <laughs>
I tell you what, if, there, if, if there's one thing you, you always want, it's an unexpected finish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, this is the back row, Sydney's Triple M, AH, Chris Rose. Uh, the time, unless you're listening to the podcast, the back row catch-up on iTunes and all your favourite podcasting app, unless you're listening to that but then maybe if you are, I'm not. This is the third week in a row I've yep. done it. I'm going to stop Patrick. doing it anyway. Bugger off. It's seven seventeen p.m. But it's also time for now on Triple M's back row. Just the tip. Whoa! Just the tip. Oh, geez. Just the tip. Just the tip. Bobbity boo, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and is anything you know about me? It's I'm in love with the tipping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're so gangster. <laughs> Think about two Triple M listens. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Demi okay, gangster. Let's recap the scores. Chris, you had the best tipping round this week with four correct tips. Me and AH tied on three correct tips. My idea of going for some of the upsets kind of worked out in the end. So that puts you up tied on second place. AH Kaylee and Chris Gale on 73 points. I'm taking it. And still in it. first place, four points ahead on 77 points. It's yours truly, the Roseman. Applause. Applause. Oh. Applause. This is where you Applause. Clap. Guys. <laughs> Applause. Thank you very much. That's where you clap, guys. I tell you what, also there's a backstory to that, and I think later on in the show we have we have to tell the story about that. I thing. will not take instructions from a robot. Thursday night at <laughs> ANZ Stadium. Uh, can we come back from some disappointing games? The Eels versus the Bulldogs. AH, what is it? I'm going Eels. Fair enough. I'm feeling a little slippery tonight. I'm going to Eels as well. Unexpected well, finish, eh? Hey? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's got my timing wrong. i got to admit to you guys, Eels are coming off a break and the dogs are struggling. I'm picking the Eels as well. You dog. Yep. Woof, woof. Gets Friday, Seabus Super Stadium Friday. It's the Titans versus the Dragons. Look, the Dragons, I think. I really do. I think mm. that uh, they've been so admonished by your words tonight, AH, oh. that they'll put in a superb performance. You have to be honest with the ones you love, okay? Okay, that's why I always tell you lies. Look, when I was... All right. When I was looking at the... I was actually about to say a word that I can't say on radio. So I had to be, There's so oh, many of them. Oh, oh, off. Um, when I was looking at the, the lineup, like for the, the games for the next round and uh, and was trying to work it out, I kind of forgot for a second the whole we have to tip our own team thing because I was, I was just looking at it from the perspective of will we win this or not? And I was like, oh, oh, oh. Go on, tip oh, against I'll, them. I'll go I the dare Titans. You. But I will never tip against my own team, so go! the dragons. A double dog dare we, you. We can love you for that. Oh, well. You know a thing or two about double dog tipping <laughs> Oh, there you go. You team. both back the dragons. I'm back in the titans. The second game on Friday night at Suncorp Stadium. This is an interesting one. The Broncos v the Storm. I'm going to go, oh, I was going to go Storm, but then again, home crowd for the Broncos. And they had a good oh. win. They had a good win this week. This is a blockbuster. It is. It also reminds me of the lunacy of this competition. I mean, we tipped last week not knowing that before Storms Missing from the lineup in the city of churches, but mm. they'll be back. Storms. AH. Who are you going for? I am picking the Storms. I'm going to go Broncos. I think that's a smart call. Mm. I think they're on a bit of a run towards the finals, the Broncos. I think you might get that one there. Uh, Saturday, Central Coast Stadium. It's the Roosters v. the Sharky Boys. Go Sharky Boys. Ooh, back in the Sharky I Boys. I know, yeah. I mean, I know that the Roosters beat um. <laughs> Rooster, rooster man. (laughs) I'm going to be a Roosters fan. I love that their song is, uh, is, you know, uh, uh, Macho Man by, uh, I was about to say, by YMCA, by Village People. Here we go. Felix, hello. Here we go, DJ Felix. Because I love that it's something that actually recognises just how gay the game of rugby league is. Like, it's the gayest thing in the world. You mean festive, right? You mean festive? No, it is an incredibly homoerotic game, part of the reason why I enjoy it. Well, the Sharky Boys Just got... once I want to see a tackle result in a kiss. That's all I'm saying. Sharky Boys got topped up by Manly, so uh, I'm not backing them. I'm going the Roosters. Mitchell Pierce, great player, right? AH comment. Uh, Saturday, up. NIB Stadium, Manly v Warriors. I'm backing Manly. Look too good today. Yeah, I'm, I'm backing the Manly boys. We're all backing the Manly boys. Oh, that's a good call. That's Saturday... Doug Parkinson in the background, by the way. <laughs> Love Doug. Saturday, GIO Stadium. It's the Raiders versus the Cowboys. I'm going the Raiders. Dennis Carnahan will be very happy. But I really like the Raiders. I really do. And I think, uh, I mean, they went so well last season. This season, it's kind of been a a series of almosts. And I reckon they can do it in this one. Chris? I don't love myself enough. And that's why I'm tipping Canberra. Raiders. I am going the Cowboys. Uh, Sunday. Two games on Sunday. McDonald Jones Stadium. It's the Knights versus the Tigers. This is a tough one to pick. It has been dubbed Spoon Bowl with, <laughs> with good reason. But you know where I'm 
going. Yeah, you're a Tigers boy through and through. A-H. I'm going the Knights. You're going the Knights. I have to agree with you. I'm going the Knights as well. I think they put in a great performance this week. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, the last game, ANZ Stadium. It's the Rabbits versus the Panthers. Panthers, I reckon. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. It's a tough round. It's a tough round. Like low scorers against low scorers, high scorers against high scorers. I, on the draw, I mean. Yes, uh, the Panthers. Sorry, the the latter. We've all backed the Panthers. I know the Rabbits are uh, coming off a break, correct? But uh, no, I think I'm backing the Panthers as well. Who knew? No yeah. one knew. South Parramatta. I don't care. They didn't play. So that is our tips for this week. And uh, just a reminder, if you want to tell me I'm wrong about my conspiracy theory about Game 2 of Origin or agree with Chris that the Blues just didn't have a good second half, hit us up on one triple three five three and tell me I'm wrong. That is another reek of Just the Tip. Reek. DJ Felix, hit me one time. That's how I play Just the Tip. The footy finishes here. The back row. Ooh, yeah. On Triple M. We've been talking about the Dragons' current performance. Yes, they won that game against the Knights, but it was quite dispiriting and it's it sort of represents Representative of uh, of an entire dip, and as a Dragons fan, it's <laughs> my heart upsetting. is bleeding right oh, now. It's ridiculous. Look, oh my god! <laughs> help me! Help me! Help me! Sean from the Central Coast on one triple three five three. You're a Dragons fan, like me. How do you feel about their current dip in performance at the moment? I've been waiting for it. To tell you the truth, you've been waiting for. Oh, uh, so you are the weird. the classic cynical Dragons fan. See, I'm not. I, I've stuck by this team for so much. I believe in them, but it's really getting to me. Well, I was picking them to be terrible this year after last year. Oh, I think we all did. So I was really, really surprised how well they started the year. Yeah. So you're actually uh, feeling pretty happy in yourself right now, Sean, because it's all coming true. Is that right? Don't I, you hear a bit yes. of joy? Seneca the Younger, thought, the philosopher Seneca the Younger. I've never seen fans get so bummed from a win in my life. This is like because it's bizarro not about, world. It's not about the it's win. Not it's it's not a forest for the trees situation. It's about the trees. How, how, oh wait, is that how? Whatever. Yeah, that's how whatever. It goes. It, it's, about, it's about what it represents. We were, we were so high. Now we're going down so low. See, Sean, this might actually work out well for my prediction because I thought this year, after last year's season, my prediction was we'll end up in the eight, but only just. Now, we're, I think we're seventh at the moment. Actually, I haven't checked this since no, the game. Yeah, We've probably seventh, dropped yeah. down tonight, so we're still seventh. No, you're still in the eight. We're still in the eight, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, you got to win. You didn't drop down. You're doing well. Yeah, I oh, that's how I can be getting that we won it. Yeah, I can tell. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> so bummed about a win. It's so weird. So, so, so where do we go from here, Sean? Not, it's not the. It's not the. Uh, it was a no, good ex- win, but exactly. it was, it's for three weeks. It's like it's. They're not the same. Exactly. Team. You're missing you yeah, and Aiken, yeah, Do you think, I, Sean? I think they could turn it around. Yeah, you and Aiken's huge. Yep. Uh, he's such a great player. He's underrated. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think that's a big loss. Uh, and the problem with the Dragons, I see, is if we get any kind of injury in the forwards, we're in big trouble. Oh, yeah, we're rooted. I don't think we've got the depth. We're rooted. Look, so, here's the thing about you boys saying, like, oh, you're so disappointed over a loss. It's kind of like if we look to the British election, May's win was a loss. But Corbyn's loss was a win because he got he got so so many new seats. She right. lost so many seats. So which That's one's the it. Knights? I That's don't get it. It's, it's politics, Rose. I'll explain it to you later. I'm so out. The, so, I'm the, out. The, so the Dragons are Theresa Matt. Like we, no, no. we, we won don't it. Explain it. No, no. No. It's too much information. You, you lost me at politics. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sean. You lost me at Great Britain. Sean, thanks for your time. This is the back row on Sydney's Triple M. I can't believe we've been doing this show for 14 weeks. Yep. First Metallica that we've had played during the show. And if you were in the studio just now, you would have seen the, wow, we really loved that one. Yeah. Yes. I had a flashback to my drummer days. I did yeah. the whole thing. Lars. When I was 14, I saw Metallica twice in the space of two days. I went to their own show and then I went to uh, Big Day Out. It nice. was sick. Was that the that load one? tour? No, I'm only no, 27. That was, that, was that was not a load tour. No. I think it, it was... Pre-Saint Anger. I remember that. That was the big day out with the Strokes and it rained just before Metallica came on stage. Yes. And they come on stage and there was still and lightning, lightning behind. It was amazing. Oh. But that was just before Saint Anger came out, wasn't yeah. it? So, yeah. yeah. That about was amazing. Ri- I was heckling the, the Strokes. <laughs> yeah. The Strokes are a great band, but yeah. I was 14 and very easily persuaded. So I was heckling the Strokes along with all the rest of the Metallica oh. fans, just I yelling out, it. Metallica! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> We want Metallica! And it's like, yeah, they're scheduled to play in like 40 minutes. Chill out. Did everyone still applaud when uh, the Strokes would finish a song? <laughs> Julian well, that's a great segue, like isn't oh, it? I wish Rose. Felix played the bit there. That would have been... Oh, that, I wouldn't have said that. Okay, well, no, look, earlier in, in Just the Tip, we heard, we heard a little sound grab and there's a story behind it. Felix, do you want to play it for us? Applause. Applause. <laughs> applause. So bad. Applause. Okay, that's enough. Applause. So so here's the thing. Felix, could you firstly tell us how you brought this to our attention? Okay. So 
I work across a number of shows, one of them being The Weekenders on Saturday mornings with Dan Ganane. Good show. Shady little flirt. I like that show. Dan Ganane's stealing my man. (laughs) (laughs) And um, we're on air and I I get the word from the other producer, say we need to get an applause sound effect ready. Okay. Right. Sure. I'll, I'll type into my magical system of sound effects, applause. Yep. I load it up. I have faith in the system that it's going to be applause. You, you can't you can't cue it into your Look, headphones? If, if you ask the boss, I probably should have. All oh, right. Well, ins- I'm glad we've broadcast this then. Instead, all I uh, heard when I hit the button was... Applause. Applause. <laughs> applause. Applause. <laughs> That's dead set me. That's yeah. me. Well, how, how did Dan respond to that? He was mid-sentence. He just stopped. He's like... Felix, what was that? <laughs> What's that weird noise, Felix, he said? Mm-hmm. We ask you that a lot. But, yeah, that's the thing. So you played it for us because that is you, Rose. This is you, vocal Mr. Sparkles from The yeah. Simpsons. I, I, must have, I must say that in my sleep or something because that is dead set me, right? That Absolutely. sounds like me. Absolutely so play, play one more time. Applause. Okay. Applause. Now stop it. Applause. <laughs> applause. It's me. It's you. <laughs> have you have you said applause at some point in the show or and and someone's like ripped it or yeah, I mean are you being single white female but just like really Who knows? <laughs> gradually. Maybe there's a doppelganger in this station. There's another guy that sounds exactly like me. Double I hope voice so. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I say on the sound grab is you're a little bit more animated in the sound grab than you are live. <laughs> <laughs> obviously we're told to be big, bright and cheerful. Yeah, yeah. the dogs have just won a game also it's bummed. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well look, Felix, so you made that mistake. Some other people made mistakes this week. Yes. Um what's there were some some pollies? Yes, a couple of uh, government ministers a little bit excited by the big surplus that Peritet, and if anyone's seen Peritet the Treasurer, he is the spitting image of Ben Iken. Right. I swear <laughs> to There God. are so many Ben Iken lookalikes out there because, you know, a friend of the show, Brett Oten, um, from Brett Oten Solicitors, he looks heaps like Ben Iken and anyway. Yeah, he does. It's That's evidence of me saying there's heaps of them, but there are. Anyway, I'm just going to, I'm talking too much. Goodbye. Applause. Can you imagine Applause. going in? Yeah. <laughs> Can you go and imagine you a style consultant and go, give me a Clark Kent? Because that's what <laughs> that's what Iken and Peritent and Oten have got. Give me but, a Ben Iken. But the Telegraph, and we'll probably come to this because it's hard to say, they've dubbed this incident Bathgate. Wait, Bathgate or yeah. Bathgate? B-A-R-F-gate. Ooh. Involving two, uh, the New South Wales Nationals leader, John Barillaro, and Liberal MP Eleni Petanos, hmm. who went to Origin, and their driver reported the following day that unfortunately his car had been vomited in. Okay. Now, the allegation is that one of the party post-origin, probably depressed about the result and a little bit mm. few too many under the belt, yep. has become unwell, or it could have been a dodgy hot dog. Let's not oh, dismiss that yeah, opportunity. Oh, yeah, true, true. And, of course, it's led to a sort of a response from the balance of the passengers in the car, mm. and everyone's thrown up. Now... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's it's a it's been a consecutive like uh, trigger, and then everyone just like I hope it happened in a row. I guess you call that a, a chain chunder, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. So a chunder so, chain. chain puke, right? Chain well, it's certainly, it's certainly an important. Yours is better. It's an important <laughs> rugby league story, but I think the thing that's been missed here is the Americanization of our world by people like the Daily Astonisher, aka the Telegraph. Mm, I mean, Bathgate. I say to these guys, Bathgate, and they go, "What's this to do with Bath? What wait, should Bath? We, yeah, yeah. What, like, what should we call wait, it? Wait, wait." Oh, Bath. Bathgate. What right, should we call okay. it? Oh, it should be Spewgate, right? We are in Australia. Australian we call spew-gate. it a spew, right? Um, Vomgate. Yeah, Vomgate. Pukegate. The Chunder Conspiracy. Gurgegate. <laughs> Chuckgate. Hurlgate. Ralphgate. The Vom Chronicles. Look, <laughs> I, I think we've covered it. And can we, can Has we just... Has to be Chundergate, though. Has to be Chundergate. Chundergate's pretty good. Can we simply give a shout out to everyone who's enjoying their dinner out there right now? <laughs> What's up? In the greater Sydney region. Bon appetit. Yes, the back row, El Baco Row. El Baco Row. I love that song, by the way. Rag and Bone Man. Yeah. It's an amazing song. It's a beautiful song. It's a really good song. Yeah. The reason I didn't, uh, I was going to name it, and then I was like, no, I probably shouldn't because it's already faded out enough. And people listening to the podcast, they don't they don't get the songs. If we if it's clear enough and we're like, oh, Metallica, then they get it. So if you are listening to the podcast, I, I did that for you. If you're not listening to the podcast, please subscribe. The Back Row Catch Up on iTunes and all your favorite podcasting apps. And also, while you're there, if you want to give us a five-star rating, we would love that. If you basically give us a rating... In the review, you can write whatever you want. If you've given us five stars, we'll read it out on air. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Producer oh. Felix here. That's big promise. Well. <laughs> I say Felix reads them out in that radio voice he has. <laughs> I hate your show. <laughs> well, I mean, we can all, if need be, if there, things need bleeping, we can pre-record that and we can chuck a bleep on. And, yeah. Right? We'll we can see, do that. We'll <laughs> see how it goes. <laughs> 
Anyway, the main call to action there. Please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, give us a five-star rating and a review. I mean, you can give us four if you want, but really, you've got to go hard or go home. Yeah, I agree. Going home, moving around. That's a segue. It is. I liked it. Five stars is good, right? Just, you know, I don't want to yeah. be caught on that Brian Fletcher. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, that was a good oh, segue. Oh, wow, you... five. That's just the worst one, you know. <laughs> Look, now, as always, things are a little quieter during Origin Week in yeah. terms of general rugby league news, but there is a little bit of uh, ephemera, if I can use that word, at this time of the evening in terms of what's happening in player movement. Mm-hmm. Sean Kenny Dow, formerly of the Roosters, yes. uh, actually, uh, he had no conviction recorded for being in possession of an illegal substance this week, which, again, kind of makes sense in Sean's case that he doesn't get convicted of being in possession. (laughs) He does have trouble, well known, to hang on to the pill, but he's actually signed with the Knights. Two and a half year contract. Would have started immediately in Spoon Bowl next week, but uh, hamstring problems. So Uh, not expected to be in the Knights who are wearing their safety gear today against the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Very high vis. Very high vis. I'm glad that the Knights are getting um, sort of bigger players. I really want to see them have their redemption. Rebuild. Rebuild. They're so close. Mm. Isn't it frustrating when you're close, but you can't quite get there? Yeah. Sure is. (laughs) Story of your life. Um, Blake Ferguson got the players ball uh, on Wednesday night out at Origin 2. And is continuing to continue to want to talk about please pay me centre money. And the exciting news is that Rooster Supremo Nick Politis has promised when he returns from a family holiday in Greece, he'll have an offer for Blake Ferguson. Oh, hmm. Santorini. What was offer. what was the name of Thurston's? The part of Thurston that's injured. The Sp- Spiris Bonatus. The Santorini. Mm. So that's that's uh, that's Nick Politis's business partner, isn't it? <laughs> that's correct. They, st- they started City Ford yeah. some low. Do you know what else it sounds like? It also sounds like something you would get from a health food shop that you like mix with water and it helps with bowel health. Right. That's okay. also what. Um, what's it called? Santorini. Sent- <laughs> Super spinatus. Sounds like an Italian. Super spinatus. <laughs> I will not get over riffing on that word. And look, finally, in the most significant player movement, if I told you that Bo Ryan has gone to a place that involves the quintuple steps, the silk slider the Bridge of Blades and the infamous infamous Warped Wall. What team do you think he's gone to? I would ask you to stop talking about my home on air. <laughs> Sorry. It sounds like those old intensity video game places. <laughs> Remember those? You yeah. climb a wall and hit a baseball and all this great Time zone. Yeah, yeah, time zone. You think you but like what the, is it really? Yeah, you think on. you like the voice? You've got Australian Ninja Warrior to oh, look forward oh, to. Yes, it's, it's so not a rugby league team. Bo Ryan is one of our Ninja Warriors. Oh, he's oh. going to go in Ninja Okay, look, I'm a huge... Uh, American Ninja Warrior fan and also the, the original Japanese version and it starts uh, I think next Sunday night on, on Australian weeks, television and uh, Bo Ryan is actually going to be in it I'm really excited for that more rugby league players need to get involved in this because that is if you have not seen Australian Ninja Warrior or any of the Ninja Warriors it's just like the most difficult obstacle course in the world essentially yeah, and you know what the offer from Nick Politis is going to be for Blake Ferguson? What's that? Go be an Australian Ninja Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> is there another show they play in Australia? No. I don't think so. <laughs> and that's why the country is where it is today. This is The Back Row with AH Chris and Rose. Fafita's been having a big one lately, hasn't he, Chris? Very out of character. No, very much Andrew Fafita is kind of the the weather vane of New South Wales fortunes. Blinder mm. in game one. Only some seventy-seven to eighty-six meters. Canary in the coal mine. Does that analogy work for the? No, I think Weathervane's probably the best. That sounds like a police song or something. (laughs) Weathervane. Canary in the coal mine. Oh, don't put that. I was about to say, don't put that to air. This is a live show. (laughs) Unfortunate. But I mean, it is something I think is worth exploring a little bit. The Fafita phenomenon. Yeah. And it also it speaks to who rugby rugby league players are. It's been well documented in the press. And this was discussed by the Triple M team prior to calling the game today. That Fafita said that Josh Maguire from the Maroons did a very uncivil sledge mm-hmm. as they were leaving the field after game two. What was the sledge? Didn't you do that in game one as well? Who knows? Uh, full time. There was, was a, there was a sledge that couldn't be. Anyway, well, sorry. certainly this one. Uh, you asked the question, "What was it?" Mm-hmm. Fafita says, "I'm not going to reveal it." What? And I think mm. as, as Paul Kent said, you can't let half the cat out of the bag. Yeah. yeah you, you can't the say there was an uncivil sledge and then, but like, what happens on the field stays on yeah. the field. Yeah. He was mean ha- to me, but I won't tell you why. Yeah. You can't let half the cat out and then tie the bag around its waist like a sort of like sack trousers situation <laughs> and keep half of it in there. Yep. Also, which half are we talking about? But, mm. but what worries me? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Moving on. Thanks for humouring me, boys. Yeah, the cerebral half, I hope. Yeah. Uh, what worries me is that uh, what brings these two players together is also going to tear them apart somewhat cataclysmically because both of them mm. in the lead-up to the uh, to the game watched a particular movie and that movie was All Eyes on Me. 
So for those at home, what is All Eyes on Me, Chris? So it's the Tupac Shakur biopic. Shh, no one knows that we were queuing up music and it didn't play. Shh. That's your cue, Felix. Hey, oh, oh, why are you playing music for, Andrew Felix? Andrew Fafita. And you know why? So that- this is a movie about Tupac and Biggie Small. That's right. And right. you know why the music didn't come on? Because hip hop is not able to be played in the DNA of Triple M. <laughs> and Felix oh, is somehow. Oh, we're going to get sacked. We're not even getting paid yet, and we're going to get oh, no. sacked. He's done the bypass circuit. And what's really interesting about Fafita is that he's been very vocal about what happened in Game Two mm-hmm. because all Who eyes on, are on him. Yeah, and he's actually said that the boys didn't give me enough of the ball. They need to provide me with more pill Ooh. in the second half. And he's also blamed the Star Casino. Okay. As being the build-up was nowhere near mm. as good as King's Cliff. Maybe he didn't get enough pill at the Star Casino. What, what? Not enough lobster mornay for him? What's the problem? Well, his problem is this. <laughs> I just remembered the Roy and HG <laughs> lobster mornay from a few shows ago. Sorry. It's unbelievable. <laughs> by, by the way, I played a, a DJ set in Bondi last night. If you want to make drunk Bondi people dance, play this song. <laughs> they go nuts. All right, grab your last drinks, guys. We're in California. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So we got a bit of a party atmosphere happening, and it wasn't happening at the star. Fafita's looking forward to Kingscliff because he says, I can't wait to go up there. It's the best preparation for us. He goes, it was tough at the start, and here's where he said a little odd. He goes, I was on level 16. There were a few of us on level 16, mm-hmm. but we couldn't get down to level 11. What's on level 11? Well, what? Who knows? Hmm, oh. What's on level 11, I wonder? Right. Is so, that where the sauna is? Or? And why couldn't they... What would what? I'm figuring that the backs were in level on level eleven. Oh. Twenty-four ah. hour butler service, ah. round the clock massages, <laughs> and the Fords were put up into some yeah. sort of obscenious, absolutely no luxury type of Steerage was on a higher level up on the deck. It's like a level, it's like an episode of Big Brother, the haves and the have-nots, <laughs> and a one of super coaches. Or just modern society. Is, ah, is the feet of the Tully? Is some, Tully just crying? Something like that. <laughs> And what it says to me is Laurie Daly had this great idea that somehow I'll make the Fords hungry. Yeah. Well, they were pissed off right? <laughs> and they need to do better. And so Fafito luxuriating finally in his four-year four contract extension with the Sharks signed this week is looking for all-out war in Origin 3. And for Josh Maguire's sake, I hope to hell he's not Biggie Small. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Back Row and Sydney's Triple M. And because we're becoming a real show, we have an intro for our next segment. Back Rower of the Week. Yes, that's right. This is a segment where we <laughs> elevate. How good is it? It's pretty minimalist, I would have thought. We're all grown up, guys. And still, though, it exists. I want to make that guy. We don't, we don't have to be like, jersey watch. Well, I mean, we don't have a jersey watch. I love that guy's No, no, I'm with you, Chris. I want to meet that guy. He talks about us all the time. I heard his voice in an ad the other day. So I assumed it was like someone at Triple M. It's that I think it's a it's a uh, like outside uh, they they like Triple M's like oh good yeah I know what you're outsource. saying outsource yeah, yeah. but but he gets all the Triple M work kind of thing because I heard him in an ad and I was like that guy does the my show intro yeah it's the breathy secret life of us thing oh coming up after the break well it's that's Samuel breathy. well that's Samuel Johnson who, no, but it's like that it just reminds yeah, me yeah no of but that. he actually is a voiceover guy he does, who does yeah. could everything be could be him and Molly Meldrum maybe it, ah does Molly do oh and he's Molly Meldrum okay so this segment that we just had an intro for back is called Back Row of the Week. It's where we elevate someone, something, topical, good, whatever, into our uh, ideal footy team, into the back row of that for some reason. I'll kick it off. Mine is uh, is Teddy Tedesco. Nice. Yes. Because, uh, look, uh, quite a few weeks ago on the show, Rose, we played audio of you twisting your ankle while celebrating Sydney FC's win against Melbourne, which happened here in the studio. Mm-hmm. Teddy did the same thing. You always want to avoid origin injuries, especially for your clubs. He rolled his ankle going to celebrate a Mitchell Pierce try. Nothing more uh, beautifully painful than a celebration injury because it lingers with you. Every yep. time your ankle hurts, you think of the greatest A-League season in history. Yeah, here we go. So it really was the turning point because that was Travojevic inside ball to Tedesco, finds Pierce, and they yeah. go up 16-6. Yeah, he yes. set up that try. And then he was kind of absent for the rest of the game. I thought Teddy that he was going to be... Turns, yeah, turns point. his ankle, turning point of the game. I thought he was going to be man of the match as well. I thought he should have been in game one and it Ke- looks like... Anyway, also, he's done that awesome ad. Have you seen that ad for um, what is Nike? It for? I think it's Nike where he goes into a... Um, Art gallery. This will be good radio. Me describing an add-on. He goes Never into mind. a museum and touches one of the the monuments and the while, alarm while goes looking at the, the yeah. at the security cameras, and then they all come and chase him. And he's like cool and like to test out. Puts his, his mouth his guard cameras. in and runs at him. Yeah. Runs at the security yeah. guards. It's pretty cool. I tell you what, if there's one thing listeners love, it's people not quite greatly 
going through the synopsis of a Nike ad. Yeah. I thought that was not quite. And besides, quite I, I'm not in favour. Also, of it because... speaking of not quite greatly, I, I failed to find the words for that description. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, keep going. I'm not happy with the ad because also it promotes criminal activity, and I'm against that sort of thing. <laughs> and Teddy, I'm a little bit disappointed in you. Uh, <laughs> Who's my, your back rower? My back rower, HH, of course, is recently released husband of Sydney socialite Rochi Gisenko. I'm referring, of course, to Oliver Curtis, oh, and yeah. of course, I'm joking. <laughs> no. <laughs> My Pause. my back row of the week is. <laughs> Thanks, Rose. You're welcome. Yep. <sighs> my back row of the week is, uh, of course, a little bit close to my heart. Something I have a little bit to do with, and they are the player sponsor of Teddy Tedesco, the organisation Sister to Sister, which is corporate menting, mentoring for big sisters for disadvantaged girls in the southwest of Sydney. Mm-hmm. They had a trivia night the other night. And there were two things that came out of it. One was that I, uh, to support the cause, bought a box at the Eels-Tigers game. So if anyone would please take it off my hands. Um, (laughs) And and also... uh, I will, just so I can steal all the booze from it again. And and also on the meat tray, they had this thing that looked like squid or octopus. And it turns out it was a flower made out of a frankfurter. Okay. Absolutely awful. (laughs) But it was a great I, night. That's my vibe so much, like a working class thing made to look fancy but yeah. not pulling it off. Oh, that's yeah. me. It, that's it, you, yeah. It got me big time. And then I was in that car with those couple of politicians uh, <laughs> later in the night. But, <laughs> Jess, but Jessica Bombgate. Brown, Chundigate. former New South Wales Woman of the Year, runs Sister to Sister, and she is my mm. back row of the week. Very right. nice. Guys, my back row of the week, if I can take you to the small town of Rabbit Hash in Kentucky, they had their vote uh, this week for their mayor. And for the fourth time, they have voted a dog as their mayor. Oh, I've heard about this town and I love it. I live for Let it. Let me I'm fill gagging. you in. The dog's name, wait for it, is Brenneth Paltro. Oh, so he's a rich dog. <laughs> Get it? I love that dog in Shakespeare. Who's going to stand up for the working dogs? So the way it works, they, they, there was other people, uh, there was other, con, uh, you know, people going for the vote and that was a cat a chicken a donkey and a small child but Brenneth Paltrow the dog did win now the way this works is that it's a small town you know they don't really need a mayor the town's too small so when you vote you can vote as many times as you want and you donate a dollar and all the dollar goes all the money goes to charity to help the town build things they need so my back row of the week is Brenneth Paltrow the you know, dog mayor you know I love Brenneth Paltrow and sliding paws that was a great movie <laughs> oh, no! Thank you. I think it's over almost. I, I do like his new brand, Goop. Hey, you. <laughs> well, regretfully, this has been the back row uh, on Sydney's Triple M with AH, Chris and Rose. I'm AH, Kaylee. Chris Gale, final thoughts? I just want to give a shout out to Oliver Curtis. I'm joking, of course. <laughs> Andrew Rose, final thoughts? I want to give a shout-out to Grinspoon for giving rock, bringing rock back to the state of origin. Oh, that, that was, was good. awesome. Oh, was I don't awesome. know. You guys, how many tracks did you see? We only saw one, one on TV. Okay, unfortunately, they went into their jazz fusion direction <laughs> for the balance for those of us who are out live there. It, it, in fact, it sounds a little bit like the riff that underpins our opening credits. Oh, okay. So it was challenging, but I appreciate their musical courage yet. Shout yeah. out to Grinspoon. I know Phil, and I certainly hope he isn't listening right now. <laughs> no, they are huge league fans, those boys. Yeah, they're 100%. Also expert tippers. Joe yeah. and Pat Davin, mm. tremendous tippers. Yeah. They'd be great on just the tip. And okay, well, we need to finish the show. Go on. <laughs> what do you want to say? Go on. They're, they're from New South Wales. Those people think that Grinspoon are from Queensland. They're New South Wales. They're from Lismore. Yeah, respect our musical selection rules. There you go. Uh, yeah, look, we have a podcast, unless you're listening to the podcast right now, in which case you know that. It's called The Back Row Catch-Up, iTunes, your favourite podcasting app, and we'll have extra content on it um, for you to uh, to tune in and listen to just to thank you for subscribe. I'm going to get a coffee. Thanks for listening. Bye. Applause. <laughs> You've been listening to The Back Row Catch-Up. Hear it live on Triple M Sydney, Sunday night, right after the footy.